Live from our living room in Minnesota, we want to welcome you back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. That's right. Yeah. We are comfortable and living it up in our living room, but we are so glad to have each and every one of you joining us today. You know what? Travis and I are highly relational people. We love being with people. So the last month or so, man, we've been able to connect with so many amazing people. We just believe in community, we believe in connecting in community, so we make it a part of our marriage, a part of our life. But lately, we have two different groups that we've been a part of. One is just our group that we've done for like the last two years, yeah. I think, or three yeah. years. Yeah, and they're not just groups, they're bucket a, filler yep. groups. Like, oh my gosh, these are really great experiences yep. on a regular basis with people we love. Yeah, this is a marriage group. We are connecting in community, but we're doing it in different houses. And you know what that has done that helped us really get to know the other couples better? because now we're going into their home. So we love to host, but hey, this year we tried something different and it's going great. We had the most amazing potluck. It's like, been so much food. Super fun. Yeah. yeah, eating what everybody would bring. You know, we didn't make a menu. People just brought whatever. And so it was kind of fun that way, you know, kind of exciting. We got to eat very different kinds of foods, but then also just the community feel of like, hey, we are eating this meal together and doing life together. Yeah, so yeah. powerful. So much fun. Yeah. And then one that's more recent that we've just been wanting to pour into other couples and really help make a difference in their lives, but they've been pouring into us in reality. But we've been uh, meeting with a group of about 65 people, almost 70 people, uh, all these couples cramming in a room on a Tuesday night and just having a chance at our church to be able to help them make a plan for the future yeah, just, for their lives. Yep, absolutely. Just focus on marriage. It's been a lot of fun getting to know these couples and just encouraging them. We obviously, you guys can tell, we have a passion and excitement for marriage and so that's what we've been able to do even more so lately and just loving it. Well, life is going well, but you know, there's sometimes things that come up in life that are a little bit of a curveball. And yesterday there was a little thing that happened and it's funny. I, I don't know how much of a curveball it is. It's actually just more funny. Yesterday when we got home from church, you did something very nice. You grilled us the most amazing hamburgers. And yeah. Like they were so good, perfectly grilled. They were juicy. But there was something else you added yesterday to the menu. You grilled some jalapenos on the grill as well. Well, you really like spicy things and I not so much. I am more of a mild salsa person. You're an extra hot salsa person. I am. Yes. Well, you grill these jalapenos and you put them on your burger and you kindly did not put them on mine because again, I'm not a huge spicy person. Well, about two hours later, we were enjoying our Sunday afternoon and you leaned over and kissed me. And wait, wait, we got to back up though. Those burgers were like to die for, were they not? Were they not <laughs> yeah, like amazing they were, they were burgers? They were really good burgers. Like, like I was like king thankful. chef. Yeah. I was <laughs> a good kicking job. it. They were, I was stunned by, and usually I don't think my food tastes that good, but it was good. Yeah, it was and really I was good. so grateful because I didn't have to cook either, but man, the flavor was phenomenal. Well, back to my story. Okay. A few hours later, sitting on the couch, just hanging out and you leaned over and you kissed me and we began and a kiss. Like kiss, kiss. Like, yeah. And it was just a romantic kiss. And all of a sudden, my <laughs> mouth, my tongue, my lips were on fire, like so hot. And I backed up. I'm like, oh my gosh, those jalapenos, they're still in your mouth. Like I can taste them. And again, I just burned. I'd run and grab some water to cool off. But 
it was not a fun experience, but yeah. kind of funny now thinking about it. Like jalapenos, the you know the after effect can last for several hours. I think I I think I got the jalapenos, and I didn't know this, but I think they like got shipped with the ghost peppers or yeah. like the the hottest peppers on the planet because sometimes I get them in there. There's no spice, but you're right. I think my mouth was numb. Yeah, from they were <laughs> eating them two hours earlier, and I didn't realize like the oil or whatever it is in jalapenos were on there, and that was a hot kiss. This is how like a hot kiss. It was. Like it a was. Real hot we one. stopped kissing. It actually just... broke the romance completely at right. that moment. But they were so hot that I think at around six o'clock, you took your glasses off and you rubbed your eye and you instantly felt that burning in your oh, eye. It was just Even though you had burning. washed your hands several times, that jalapeno was still on your hands. Again, so life not always, you know, roses and like all these amazing things. There are some curveballs that we happen. And we survived. We like, did. Yeah, yeah. We still like to kiss. Yeah. I suppose we should go ahead and get on with this podcast, right? Definitely. Especially with what we're going to be talking about because it's kind of interesting. And I'm just going to be honest. I love to read the news and I love to pick the things that I read. And sometimes I'll even scroll headlines. Well, I came across an article a couple weeks back. I can't even tell you you know, what newspaper was it was from. Because uh, you read so many different sources. You I, are. I you, do. You and I read. read it electronically on my phone on a thing called Flipboard. And so I, I was sitting there uh, reading some different articles and this one particular one caught my attention. I read the, the headline. I started to get like a paragraph into it and I never actually finished it, but I didn't want to talk about it in this podcast. So if I knew who wrote it and I knew where it was from, I would tell you. But the point of the article was this. It was all, it was an article written by like a cable TV installer um, or a satellite dish installer. And basically he was saying, look, I had no idea how cluttered and dirty people's houses were in the United States of America until I became a cable TV installer. And so it just caught my attention. It's like, oh my, that's right. Like we drive down streets and see houses and they all look clean and nice and pretty, but we don't get to go inside of them. And so it, it was fascinating to, to just even for a moment kind of think, what did he see? And what what was beyond those doors when he would go in and he would install cable and spend maybe an hour or two in somebody's home? I can't even begin to imagine what he was able to see because I know, Travis, we have seen some really rough homes, like in the past, you know, homes that we would not necessarily tear or take our shoes off in or homes that we felt like something was rotting. They were just smelling. Yeah. Like it was horrible. And not because people were poor or because, you know, they didn't have much, you know, or couldn't do anything, but they just, you know, nice people who had resources that didn't want to right. keep their yep. house clean, you know, think, let things go. And I think part of the reason we've been into so many homes is we love, you've been a pastor for 26 years. And so we get invited to people's homes all the time. Sometimes, you know, for dinner, sometimes for emergencies, sometimes like to just go over and, and be helpful. So we have seen a lot of homes in a lot of, you know, different situations. Yes. And some of them <laughs> really, really good. And some of them, like you walk, you're like, oh my word, like, Wow, that was that was really really rough. That actually happened. So when I think about this story and this, you know, this cable repairman guy going into houses, I can't imagine what they see on a regular basis. I mean, we think about that TV show, Hoarders. Like sometimes we turn it on and we're like, oh my word, like that's the worst show ever. Yeah, I I can't watch it. I actually get like 
anxiety when I watch it. And I'm not an anxious person, but I get like anxiety. I feel like I'm going to suffocate. I'm like, how are these people living in this home? And why do they want to keep all this stuff? And I get it that it's, you know, probably a mental issue or maybe they're struggling with something. But wow, is it crazy. It's just really hard to watch stuff yep, like that. It is. It's very obvious that people really like stuff. Like a lot of stuff. And some people like to stack their stuff and have stacks and stacks and stacks of stuff. And just crazy what you see on that show. So much so to a point when we watch it or if we turn it on or even if we see a commercial, it makes me want to go and just clean my house. And you know me, Travis, we don't really have a lot of extra stuff around our house I just can't think yeah. clearly well, when there's a lot of stuff. And tell the truth, we would be actually the opposite of hoarders. We are semi-minimalists. I mean, we just don't have much in our house. And again, not because we don't want to buy things. We just really like it clean and like basic things in our house. And we enjoy it that way. It helps me think a little clearer when I don't have a lot of things around me. I don't know. That's the way that God wired me or maybe because I was one of seven kids and there was always stuff everywhere just because there was nine people growing up in one house. There was always things everywhere. So now maybe on the opposite, I don't like a lot of stuff. Even though we're talking about the reality of homes needing to be decluttered or cleaned up, like kind of what we mentioned with the show Hoarders or even what that guy, the, the cable guy that was installing cable, and I can't even imagine what he saw. But, you know, many people's lives are cluttered and a mess, not just their homes, but their actual lives. And I know, Don, you and I, there have been times our lives were cluttered and a mess and in need of serious attention. I mean, there's, there's just nobody perfect on the earth. And there were, you know, times in our lives where we had to stop and say, okay, we need to make some changes. Now, homes that are dirty and cluttered are actually hard to live in and enjoy. And without realizing it, they can cause anxiety, kind of like what you mentioned, Don. Yeah, and I they, just can't think straight when no, there's a mess around me. It even keeps us from truly just relaxing because everything is so messy and we're not able to just chill. Like it's cognitive dissonance. It is. It, it just rattles your brain. Now, in the same way, a marriage and life that is filled with too many things, like it's bulging at the seams, can be really hard to live in. And enjoy. And hard to focus. It's hard to focus when there's just so many things going on at the same time. Yeah. And so something's got to be done. Some change has to take place. So if you're going to clean up someone's home, um, we've seen this, you often have to rent a roll-off garbage can. It's a big box. They drop it in a driveway and you fill it up. Like you fill it up with all the garbage from their home, like hoarders. They got to fill it up. Now, Don, you and I renovated and we gutted the home. We pulled out, I think like a ton and a half of, you know, carpet and just different kinds of Paneling, things in the home. Yep, yep. And we threw it in the back of that truck. Now that's extreme. You know, like the truck has to come pick it up and haul off all that garbage. But, you know, sometimes though we need to take a really good look at our own lives and especially our marriages and analyze what might need to be thrown out and what might need to be decluttered from our lives. And I think all of us kind of fall into that trap. We think, well, I do this and I got to keep doing this. And so we have this habit or we have this event or we have whatever it is and we don't want to let go, but we have no idea why we're hanging on to it. 
And so that's really a lot of what we're talking about today, really just decluttering our marriage. Yep. So when you declutter a house, you're getting rid of physical stuff, usually like garbage and extra things. But when you declutter your marriage, it's not necessarily physical things. It's not, hey, we got to get rid of this bed or this mattress. It's actually things that's a lifestyle. It's things that we need to take away from our marriages. For instance, like our schedule. Sometimes our schedules are just so full so cram packed that we can't focus on anything. So look into your schedule. Are there recurring events or meetings with people and even obligations that just aren't helping your marriage or your life? And so what is cluttering your schedule? What is it? What should you remove? What yeah. should you let go of, throw in the dumpster and, and say goodbye? And a really big blanket to get rid of is just busyness. Why be busy with things that don't matter? So looking at your schedule and saying, okay, we are going to declutter our marriage. And the best way to do that is just starting with our schedules. Another thing is honestly, just relationships, not just an ongoing interaction with someone, but maybe eliminating those people from your life that are really just causing problems or bringing a bigger mess into your life. Maybe they're toxic or you just need to develop boundaries with them, but maybe there's relationships that just aren't healthy and you need to really just let them go. Don't let them have such a big piece of your heart or of your of your marriage. Just again, or even let of them your go. time. Yeah, uh, you know, just sucking energy and time away from your life. And that might sound a little bit mean, but it's really not. It's it's maybe a really wise thing to do. I agree with you. Not in a mean way, but if it's a one way relationship that God hasn't called you specifically to, then consider finding other people who fill your bucket and help you become a better person, a better leader, a better spouse. Again, we're talking about decluttering your marriage and we're really talking about taking out the trash. Get rid of it once and for all. Yeah, so often our marriages and our lives are filled with kind of trash uh, or, or things that clutter it up that don't belong there. And by no means are we saying people are trash. No, we're not saying at all. That just, just the fact that we're investing or doing things that aren't making sense. And I think one thing that is definitely trash that we need to throw out would be letting go of anger and bitterness or a fatalistic view of the world or negativity towards others. Those are things that are just not helping your marriage. They're not helping your spouse to love your personality. I mean, that would be like the opposite of wearing a a really good cologne. It would be something that would be like a skunk, you know, making your spouse not want to get near you. And so getting rid of those bad attitudes, but also bad habits. Like it's time to declutter. If you have bad habits, addictions or overeating or gambling or or just not taking care of yourself or whatever that might be, but making sure that you're saying, okay, I'm ready to declutter my marriage, my life, and really work at doing the right things. The last thing that we might want to consider throwing away to help declutter our marriage and our life is the word yes. So often, you guys, what helped our lives become cluttered was when we began to say the word yes, and we kept saying yes, and yes, and yes, and our schedules got full. We, at that point, maybe had other relationships come in our life that weren't necessarily healthy. We got bad attitudes. We developed bad habits, all because we just kept saying yes. 
saying yes to these things that we should actually be saying no to. And honestly, these are things that often cause us to end up with lives that are cluttered and just out of control, just a mess. Yeah, I I think so much uh, in our lives that get cluttered, get cluttered because we feel obligated. Somebody asked me to do something. And I think we have to stop and say, wait a second, our most important commodity is our energy, our time, our, our, you know, investing emotionally into somebody. So, you know, making sure that you're saying yes to people and to obligations. Mm-hmm. That might be serving or doing or whatever it is, but make sure that it fits your life and it fits your marriage, especially. I think we can all get a picture of a house that is just a hoarder's house or someone that has so much clutter. And I want you guys to take that visual picture of the house and think of your marriage. Think of your life. What are the things that maybe are really cluttering up your marriage? It's time to declutter your life and your marriage. Keep it simple. Keep it real. Let the focus be each other and not all the other junk that can get in the way. Your marriage is the most important thing. In the Bible, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 6, it says that there is a time to keep and a time to throw away. And just to echo what you just said, Don, now is a time to throw away. Get rid of the things that you have in your life, your marriage. Sure, you can clean your physical house. We we love that. We think that's a great idea. You're going to enjoy it and be able to relax more. But man, now is the time to clean up your life and especially your marriage. If there's Anything that you need to get rid of, get rid of it like this passage says, throw it away, but also keep the things that are most important. Hang on to them. Don't throw them out, but hang on to them. Well, thanks guys for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.